Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go today. I'm very excited to introduce you to Blaine Bartlett. How are you doing, Blaine? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm doing great today. Uh... It's a beautiful day here on Whidbey Island up near Seattle, Washington. Uh, I live on about uh, a hectare of land up here, and uh, it's just beautiful today. It sounds very inviting, so <laughs> thank you for sharing. <laughs> Wonderful. Blaine Bartlett is globally recognized as a leadership development master and thought leader. He has personally delivered programs to more than 300,000 individuals directly impacting more than 1 million people worldwide to change the way leadership is used to foster compassionate capitalism. And I think your mission to provide resources and services that foster compassionate capitalism is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Blaine. <laughs> uh, it's my honor to be on the show and to be able to have a conversation with you about this. I love I'm what honest. you do. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're too kind. So my, the first thing I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Great question. Um, the ideal client uh, at this stage in my life and in the work that I'm doing are entrepreneurs uh, or business leaders and owners that are running uh, mid-sized companies. Um, the challenges that they're typically facing are twofold. And, and this also speaks to who it is that I, you know, my ideal client is. It's a leader or a business leader that is interested in personal growth. And I say personal growth from the perspective that they recognize that their ability to grow themselves enables their companies to grow. Yeah, so they're looking continuously to expand and extend. And typically the problems that they're dealing with are, you know, I think, relatively typical problems. How do I attract and keep high quality people? Yeah, that's that's one of the things that I think is yeah, uppermost in just most business leaders' minds. Um, but the second is, how do I keep my people engaged uh, in a way that produces the profitability that you know, I need to have as a business owner or as a business manager leader? So the, the profitability piece and the engagement piece, I mean, those two, you know, they, they actually correlate very strongly together. Yeah, they they have to go hand in hand to to really uh, get to the efficiency uh, that uh, and also the effectiveness, I guess, in in every organization. And you know, most uh, well, we established here on the show that uh, most of us are humans. And so, but uh, my next question to you is, uh, what are common mistakes uh, they typically make when trying to solve that problem? Because we are all humans, assumably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most of us are. Yes. <laughs> like, do they, although sometimes I think I'm working with aliens. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that the, the, the mistake that is typically made is when challenged with uh, something uh, unanticipated or, you know, when something goes off the rails, um, the first move typically is one of contraction. And 
the idea is, and it's not, you know, and because we are human, we're biological creatures, and you know, we look for safety, we look to protect. So contraction is a natural uh, physiological response. It may not be the best business response, however. Um, yeah, I work with an acronym that um, you know, the listeners might find useful here, and it has to do with some of the work that I do around, you know, somatics, you know, the linkage between mind and body. And the acronym is CFEB, C-F-E-E-B. And this comes from uh, work I did with uh, Richard Strozzi Heckler years ago, uh, who was my teacher at that point in time. And the C stands for center. So when something perturbs or something you know, causes me to be knocked off balance, rather than reacting immediately, I want to take that pause and just get centered. You know? Center, turn and face whatever the perturbation is, extend into it. Yeah, enter and extend, enter and extend, and then blend. Yeah, so CFEB, center, face, extend, enter, blend. And the acronym serves in a number of different ways here, because I want to be familiar with the, the issue, the problem, because it's only through familiarity that I will say, you know, literally feel safe enough to be, you know, try different behaviors, different ways of engaging. Yeah, so there's kind of a three-legged stool that comes into play here. Familiarity breeds safety, which breeds yeah, experimentation with behavior. And um, so that's that's kind of how I would work with that. Uh, contraction is natural, but I want to find a way to, uh, you know, what's the word? Yeah, overcome that natural human tendency. Right. No, it's 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 uh, it's uh, sounds very tangible, and uh, it's always good to have an acronym at hand uh, to uh, keep us uh, uh, to remind us uh, that uh, so we can carry it with us in that regard. So, before I ask Blaine, uh, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thanks in advance for spreading the word. So, Blaine, you already shared uh, golden nuggets, but <laughs> in addition, I I dare to ask you, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Yeah, I, I and I love that question, and I've been thinking about it uh, since we initially had talked. Um, nature is probably the best teacher that I have ever found, and I, I, you know, I walk, you know, I mentioned I live you know, here on an island. I've got a lot of land around and a lot of water. Um, and I walk you know, just daily through the, through the forest and whatnot. And I start noticing things. And one of the things that I notice, and that, you know, this is a long-winded answer to the question, but I think it's germane. There is nothing in nature that acts as a center of accumulation, everything in nature in a thriving eco environment acts as a center of distribution. And so my answer to this question has to do with actions that I can take on a daily basis locally as a center of distribution. What can I distribute freely? My knowledge, uh, I, I can distribute a smile, I can distribute a hug. I, you know, that center of distribution mindset, there's a reciprocity that begins to get created here. So I've got more coming back into me because I'm giving out more all of the time. Nature abhors a vacuum. So if I'm giving things out, something's going to be coming back. 
So this is, you know, from a business perspective, I give most of my IP away. I mean, people go to my website and there's all kinds of free resources there that are available. And I'm very happy to do that because, yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, I enhance the experience of being alive on the planet when I do that, both for myself, but also for the people that are in my, uh, in my sphere of influence. So act as a center of distribution is the short way I would describe that. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it really goes to the heart of things of how and what motivates us also. And uh, I see I see that in, in reality, it's it's really kind of like, also, you know, there's this face sharing is caring, but also kind of like if you just ha act from a business perspective, like really uh, what you just said, uh, that distribution mindset from uh, from that perspective, it always comes back something if you, uh, it's, it's just a natural feedback uh, these days. Excellent. It is. Okay. And it, you know, yeah. honestly, it, it, for me, you know, the way I define business, now businesses need to make money in order to stay in business. Right. But the purpose of business isn't to make money. The purpose of business, from my perspective, is to enhance the likelihood of thriving for mm -hmm. anything that I come in contact with. And if my business is enhancing the likelihood of you thriving, you're going to keep coming back to me because you feel like you have access to something that's alive and that en enlivens you. So that's the center of distribution piece. And it's also you know, consistent with compassionate capitalism. Everything's, you know, everything's connected. So that center of distribution notion is an act of compassion you know, in, in the truest sense of the word. Uh, I, I can uh, dive into that uh, more deeply, but we have a little bit more of our questions here, but we get yeah. to that. So I also want to uh, highlight you and give you the opportunity and platform to share where people can find you and also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that or also in a broader sense. You yeah. just mentioned <laughs> so graciously as we have so many resources, yeah. so <laughs> just one. Well. Yeah, you can find out more about me, um, the regular social media channels, uh, you know, at Blaine Bartlett. Um, but you know, direct access would be my website at blainebartlett.com. And you, know, you open that window and it goes to all kinds of different places, including some re you know, free resources that I'd mentioned. You know, uh, the, on the landing page on blainebartlett.com, you'll see a little text box there that, you know, you know, is a free ebook on uh, employee engagement, uh, a journey to the soul of business. But yeah, you know, how do you how do you, you know, emotionally engage people? So I've written a small book around that, and that's available free of charge. You know, just uh, you know, take your advantage of it. Um, there's also an introduction to a masterclass on leadership. Um, so you'll have to dig a little bit for that. It's uh, under the uh, the services area. Uh, it's an introduction to the masterclass, and that is free as well. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing, Blaine. And of course, we put the link in the show description. And I'm, I have a feeling of like we're, we're already diving deeper and deeper in your uh, way of thinking about the soul of business and the compassionate capitalism. So, and uh, it feels good. <laughs> so, I must say. <laughs> so, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? So I guess the question would be how do how do I, yeah how have I reconciled the two of those yeah yeah compassion and capitalism uh, and it really is predicated on uh, I mean I, I go into the you know, quantum physics here everything is connected there is nothing that is independent in this universe and nothing stands by itself in isolation everything is connected and that's true at the microcosmic quantum level but it's also true at the macro level. 
uh, you know, when we start looking at how businesses conduct themselves, everything is rippled. You know, my activities don't just stop with a conversation I have with a customer or a client. There's a ripple effect that, uh, that, is, that is created. So compassionate capitalism is uh, organized around a recognition that everything is connected and then a behavior that says, how do I act as if I'm connected to that which I'm having impact over? Uh, so, you know, practical example. I mean, we've got microplastics you know, that are appearing in snowflakes in the Himalayas today. We've got um, you know, refuse plastic in the Mariana Trench, the deepest spot on the, on the planet. Businesses' activities are pervasive. There's nothing that escapes the touch of business. So from a business perspective and from a leader's perspective, I want to be you know, taking four or five or six or seven or eight um, view, uh, views beyond where I think I'm actually having impact. What's the ripple that is occurring out there? And how do I care about that impact? And, and then I start making decisions that take into account that extended ripple, not just the immediate, you know, one or two cycles that uh, this thing might actually uh, affect. So that decision-making process requires rigor. That decision-making process requires tough choices. You know, compassion isn't soft and squishy. I mean, it really is forcing hard decisions uh, about the way we use our businesses for the greater good. For I mean, if I had a if I had a motto that I would, uh, or a, a oath, I guess, you know, that every business leader was uh, required to take before they ran or started a business, first, do no harm. <laughs> that would be that would be the oath. I would take a Hippocratic oath and, and tailor it specifically to business. First, do no harm. That's that's wonderful, and yeah, so I can totally feel how. This expands and uh, the ripples are going through, uh, you know, your business perspective and how you help uh, these leaders of organizations to implement that in their lives. This is fantastic. I, I wish we had more time, but I'm already here at my final question. And it's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? <laughs> That's actually really... Uh current answer uh the thanksgiving holiday here in the united states just uh uh happened about three weeks ago and i took you know, my wife and i took our entire family all 13 of us to hawaii and we had a big house uh where every, you know my, my adult children and the grandkids you know we were all together uh and it, it was just Lovely. I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. Just the conversations, uh, the playfulness, the laughter. Yeah, you know, we cook together. Um, those are special times, and it's uh, uh, <laughs> it's uplifting, it's enlivening, and um, it, it's it, it's goosebump creating. <laughs> that's, Indeed, so that's what I the last one. I mean, it's family, yeah. family. There's nothing nothing greater than family. Well said, well said, Blaine. Thank you. Having the Shivers mission accomplished, <laughs> this is amazing. So thank you, Blaine, for um, letting, uh, inviting us, being part of uh, your Goosebumps family <laughs> experience. And thank you, Blaine, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. 
Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you most specifically, but also yeah, to your audience in, in a greater sense. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.